1: 77
2: WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Friday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk radio 77 WABC. A few hours ago, here at the uh studio at the station, uh I, I want to thank our owner operators, John and Margot Catsimatides. They held the Lunar New Year a celebration for WABC, and Mr. Katsimatidis hosted it, and I was there with him, and it it was a wonderful time by all. It was jam-packed, more more than 100 people easy here at the radio station uh, to bring in the Lunar uh, New Year, which began a few days ago. We have a lot to get to this morning. One, it's being likened to the... Rodney King video, the Rodney King video from Los Angeles. All those years ago, it's being called horrific. And what I'm referring to is Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis, Tennessee, you're going to hear this a lot this weekend, and hopefully there will not be any unrest. Hopefully, hopefully. But the arrest video of Tyree Nichols, is set to be released tonight, tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's all on video, apparently, and officials say, again, it is horrific. Let's all calm down. Please, people, let's all calm down as cities across the country are bracing for potential violence. As of 7 p.m., tonight one the system the criminal justice system has to be given credit in this situation the officers they are part of a unit sort of like our street crimes unit but in memphis tennessee they are called the scorpion unit the scorpion unit those officers were immediately fired and i'm not judging whether they're guilty or innocent they should have their day in court. I'm giving you the facts. We have got to deal with the facts. And so they have been uh, uh, fired and today arrested and charged with second-degree murder, assault, and kidnapping. And another fact, all five officers involved happen to be african American. Here's what we also know. Being a police officer is an extremely difficult job, and I, for one, am not going to demonize the the job that police must do. The, the demonizing of police officers must stop. Well, Dominic, what are you talking about? This video out of Memphis is apparently horrible. It's going to be released soon. Here's what I'm talking about. Another video is out there involving the NYPD. And you're not going to believe this one. What happens to the great officers of the NYPD? A man, a man. It's online, folks. And it's so graphic that the man's penis had to be covered so you couldn't see it. But if it wasn't blurred out, you would see his penis as he's urinating on NYPD officers. I am not making this up. The police were apparently arresting a man yesterday for shoplifting. And this happened on the Upper East Side. And they were trying to take him into custody. One leg amputated by the man. And they were trying to restrain him. And that's when you see, literally, I want you to listen to this. That's where you see, literally, as they're not abusing this man. They're trying to restrain him and place him in custody. And what does this lowlife do? He reaches into his underwear. Don't believe me. It's on video. Pulls out his penis and urinates and literally urinates. On at least one of the officers, if not both of them, I want you to listen to how one man described this as the video someone captured the video of a suspect being placed in custody, and this animal decides to pee on n y p d officers. Listen to this, folks the guy with one has one oh no ah. Oh. Disgusting!
0: Disgusting!
2: And so, I, you know, I, I get it, folks. The video is going to be released uh, uh, from Memphis, Tennessee, 7 p.m. tonight. Tyree Nichols, we are being braced by the district attorney's office and law enforcement officials across the country, that the video is horrific and, and is likened to what happened in Los Angeles with Rodney King. And these officers in Memphis, five officers, all African-American, they are part of a scorpion group. And here's the bottom line. No one should lose their life. No one should lose their life. But apparently, and there is no but here, this man uh, fleed from the police. They chased him down and then apparently kept him against his will and, and, and used tasers and on and on and on. But we will see uh, what, what, uh, what happens here. here. Here's what the point I'm trying to make. No one should lose their life. I am only telling you that someone must put fear in the criminals. The district attorneys are not doing it. Somebody, the criminals have to fear Somebody. This Scorpion group in, in Memphis and in Atlanta, the same unit, uh, uh, plainclothes unit, was referred to uh, as the Red Dogs, the police unit. In New York, it was the street crimes unit. So what am I talking about when I say somebody has to put fear in these criminals? We have a lot to get to this morning. One man, and this is a story that made a lot of headlines in New York the family uh, of an anti-Semitic attack victim is ripping guess who yet again? Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg, declaring it's disgusting that Bragg calls himself a crime fighter. And so the man, you may recall his name, Joseph Bort, uh, Borgen. Uh, his family has harsh words that the DA, <laughs> maybe his name should be Cut-Em-Loose Uh apparently cut a cushy deal for one of the man's attackers. And so we're going to deal with that. And uh, Mayor Adams delivered his uh, State of the City address a few hours ago, vows free health care for the homeless, a crackdown on most wanted criminals, Uh, promises housing, uh, but also declared the uh, flood of fentanyl into New York City will destroy, destroy, that is, generations to come if it isn't stopped. But another story we're dealing with, and we're going to focus on this one in detail. If you're a fan of the New York Rangers, you might, the hockey team, professional hockey team, you might find yourself without any alcohol at an upcoming game. Owner James Dolan is threatening to select a night at the Garden, possibly a Rangers game, to shut down alcohol sales in response to the New York State Liquor Authority investigating Dolan Dolan about his facial recognition technology that has resulted in bans against lawyers suing him. So in other words, and you know the story by now, lawyers uh, that are part of uh, firms that are suing MSG, he is using Mr. Dolan, the recognition to say, you are not allowed here. So you have to sympathize with Dolan to a degree. No one wants to be sued, but, 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 If you accept tax breaks from taxpayers, you have to play by one set of rules. James Dolan appeared on Fox 5 uh, Thursday morning with Rosanna Scotto. She interviewed him, and he said politicians are pandering, and rather than focusing on him, the topic should be bail reform, And he even held up a photo of the CEO of the State Liquor Authority, urging the public to contact him. Listen to what Dolan said Thursday morning on Good Day, New York.
3: They're being extremely aggressive, and they're saying, we're going to take away your liquor license. So I have a little surprise for them, right, to to help, because they're basically doing this for publicity. So we're going to give them some publicity. All right. What we're going to do. Right. Is we're going to pick a night. Right. Maybe a Rangers game. And we're going to shut down all the liquor and alcohol in the building. Now, this isn't going to bother me because I've been sober 29 years. I don't need the liquor. (laughs) Um, Right. But instead, what we're going to do is uh, where we serve liquor. We're going to put one of these up, which says, if you would like to drink in a game, please call. Right. Sharif Kabir, chief executive officer, or write him an email at this number, right, and, the, the, uh, and tell him, right, to stick, stick to his knitting and, you know, and to what he's supposed to be doing and stop stop grandstanding and trying to get press.
2: So Dolan is doubling down. He's not backing up. He's doubling down. We are going to be taking your telephone calls, 800 848 WABC eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. So the bottom line here is all retail liquor licenses must allow the the general public access to their premises. So in other words, Dolan at uh, Radio City Music Hall and MSG, you you can't uh, ban people and have a a liquor license. So State Senator Brad Holman uh, Siegel, who was part of a group of lawmakers seeking to have a bill passed to block MSG from using facial recognition technology and who Dolan criticized Thursday, called Dolan's Fox 5 appearance a public meltdown. Now, I'm quoting the state senator. He says James Dolan is the poster child of privilege as someone who inherited his wealth and receives an annual $43 million tax break from New Yorkers. There was more from Dolan, again, interviewed by Rosanna Scotto on Fox 5 uh, this Thursday morning. We're happy
3: to answer questions. So your attorneys are going to cooperate they, they, with you know. But we have we have politicians right who are jumping on this bad. This this politician Brad Hoylman and, yeah. and Liz Krueger yeah. right etc. I mean they're just jumping on the on the bandwagon. They they they, they, want, they like the press. They like the clicks. They, they, uh, but you know I mean where are they for instance on bail reform right those though particularly those two they're the ones. For why your, for instance, your uh, weather person, right, who was attacked, the criminals who attacked your weather person went to the police station and got released, so they could go back and do it again. Why don't we do something about that and the quality of life in New York and stop worrying about the the, the attorneys who are defending ticket scalpers, right, the the uh, and ambulance chasers, the the and you know and. And by the way, the Madison Square Garden is not a governmental entity; it's a private company. But we, they, it's private, but you know, get some tax abatements and stuff like that. We get tax abatements. Every team in, the, the, in New York gets tax abatements.
2: The uh, owner of MSG, James Dolan, is uh, doubling down. We're going to let you hear a bit more of what he had to say, but we're going to open up the phone lines right now and go directly to you folks. We will also discuss the State of the City address. Dominic Carty here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are taking your calls at 800-848-WABC, 800 848 9222. Two, two. Let's begin with Lenny and Beth Page, uh, Long Island. Good morning, Lenny. What's on your mind? Dominic, I'm
4: just thinking, and I agree with you so much because you're very rational and everything, but here you have five black cops in Memphis, and maybe, you know, I don't know what happened. No one knows what happened, but if it was a white cop or two, the city would be on fire right now.
2: You are correct, Lenny. You are correct, and and, 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 and hey, Lenny, point. we we go ahead. we're hoping for the best, but inevitably uh, that may happen. We'll see what happens uh, later on tonight at seven p.m. But they treated
4: you know they treated differently, and and I get it. Like I understand how people feel, minorities feel because there's so many instances. I understand that. And in New York, you know, one thing about New York City years ago, everyone got along, blacks, whites, city was safe. I'm going to go back five, six, 10 years, 15 years, and everything was safe in New York City, and people felt safe. I'm not going back to Sonny Carson. I'm sure you remember Sonny Carson. Well. And, and, you know, the Koreans and and this and that, and trying to cause racial strife. But it seems like there are so many people today wanting to cause racial strife, and there's no reason for it
2: well it's a, you know you know what lenny you're correct and it's a very troubling issue and you know i've brought this up many many times but i guess uh those on the far left don't want to hear this i'm not excusing any abuse of authority if that's what occurred i have not seen this video yet i will not see it until 7 p.m. tonight But when I return to my premise of, you know, everybody says, oh, police brutality, police brutality. When I say everybody, I mean in communities of color. But I return to my point of why do people run from the police? I'm not I'm not I'm not excusing any behavior. But it can only it can only go bad. The situation can only go bad, and, and so why, why do I say that, Lenny? Why do I say it can only go bad? Because if the police have to chase you, first of all, things have gotten so bad that certain departments uh, will say, "Don't chase the criminal, don't don't chase them." But they, their lives are on the line when they're engaging in a, in a chase. They they if they're in a vehicle, there can be a bad car accident where civilians are killed, police are are killed we, we we've, we've still got some uh some serious problems society-wise to resolve, but we, we've got to lenny, and I thank you for the call. we have got to deal with the issue of law and order. And District Attorney uh, Alvin Bragg is not helping the situation. This this was a Hasidic man now switching to the New York attack that was on his way to a uh, a pro-Israel uh, rally in Manhattan when he was attacked uh, by by a uh, Palestinian supporters, I believe, and he was viciously uh, beaten. And the District Attorney is plea bargaining, plea bargaining when When this should be treated as a straight up and down hate crime, and so it's not making anything uh easier, but we're also talking about this morning uh James Dolan and Madison Square Garden, and he is doubling down, declaring that he is not backing up from using his facial recognition uh recognition technology as it relates to uh, lawyers from firms that are suing him. And I I, I can sympathize that. I mean, you got to put yourself in someone's shoes. He doesn't like being sued. And then you can't have it both ways. You can't sue him, and then you want to enjoy his venues, right? But at the same time, Mr. Dolan, you cannot get the tax abatements and then operate under a system of rules uh that, that you want to. It just doesn't work that way. Let's go let's go uh, to Pamela in New Jersey. Good morning, Pamela. What's on your mind? Good morning.
5: Um yeah, you know, if New York City keeps hassling businesses like James Dolan keeps order in MSG and Radio City musical, he'll just sell out to some other conglomerate that doesn't keep control like he does, just like I, I heard today that Scotto's moved out to Nashville. What do you think's going on there? They're probably going to eventually shut down in New York City totally. You know, your businesses are creeping out of New York City and setting up in red states, and you just won't have anything anymore. They should be happy that James Dolan keeps control of MSG, which is a huge venue. And go ahead. Keep hassling him. Keep hassling him. And then he'll just sell out, and that'll be the end. Now they're saying, oh, he's of privilege. Oh, there they're going down that road. Oh, he's a man of privilege. He receives inheritance and all. Oh, now we hear the communist line coming in, and obviously somebody's out to probably – You know, get rid of uh, MSG and take control of that. And then you'll probably have communist lectures coming out of it. And there goes all your
2: venues for hockey and for concerts and everything. Pamela, I agree with you a thousand percent. I I really do. I really do. Somebody has got to say, who's paying the bills around here? The businesses are. Who's, who's, Who's putting up the tax revenue for the most part? The businesses are. And, and we, we have got to stop this nonsense, nonsense. So I, I agree with you, Pamela. And you're right. You're right. Uh, the businesses are moving to red states. And wouldn't you, wouldn't you, Pamela, if, if you had a, a big, maybe you do, but if you had a big thriving business, why would you stay here and continue to deal with crime, uh, a, a, uh, a joke of a district attorney and, and, and the high taxes? Would you stay here,
5: I'm Pamela? Cool. Absolutely not. Nope. No way. And then you'll have New York City, once the greatest city in the world,
2: gone. And that that is the big fear. Pamela, I thank you for the call, folks. We are going to take a break. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. As Rita Cosby mentioned earlier, uh, she is taking some well-deserved days off starting uh, tomorrow well actually tonight friday night and uh monday and tuesday and so uh management has heard you here at WABC and so i will be there filling in for Rita plus doing my show. So we will have three hours to chat with each other tonight. It will only be two hours, but I will be in for Rita from 10 PM until midnight. And that's double the airtime that I have. So that's double the amount of calls that we can take. And on Monday, I'll be in for Rita plus my show at midnight. And on Tuesday, the same thing. We are going to take a break when we come back. Calls from New Jersey to the Bronx to Brooklyn. We'll be right back. Talk Radio 77,
1: W-A-B-C. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77, WABC
3: they say to you well you know you're too sensitive right the the uh, you know it's sort of like you know it's only business the um right i mean it's not only business if you've been sued you know that it's that it that it's it's a personal thing right and at madison square garden right the the if you're suing us we're just asking you please don't come until you're done with your argument with you us the the uh and and yes, we're using facial recognition to to enforce that. So you're not gonna back down because not, I mean not at all.
2: Sounds like James Dolan, the owner of MSG, is not joking around. He's doubling down. He wants to continue to use his facial recognition technology to bar attorneys from his venues, from the Nick games, the Ranger games, from uh Radio City Music Hall to bar attorneys that are currently engaged in litigation against his company. He says they're ambulance chasers. He says that they're representing ticket scalpers and that it's just not fair. And I I do have sympathy for his point of view. But, but, and it's a big but, you cannot accept tax abatements. Uh, Some elected officials are saying, to the tune of uh 43 million dollars a year, you can't do that and and bar people, <laughs> bar people from uh from your venues venues, excuse me folks. And uh, I I mentioned early on, uh, the video is going to be released at 7 p.m. tonight from Memphis, Tennessee. It is being described the uh, the body cam, I believe, is body cam or it's a video. It is being called Rodney King like and horrific. Out of uh, an incident with five uh, police officers, they are part of a Scorpion unit to go into high crime areas and straighten things out. Uh, The allegation is that there's very little supervision of these officers and that they don't have enough experience to be doing uh, what they are doing. They have lost their jobs. All of them happen to be African-American, and they've been charged with second-degree murder, assault, and kidnapping. Let's go and then of course I mentioned uh so when when we point out one incident it's fine to point that out but let's look at the entire picture. On video, on video, two NYPD officers attempting to uh, arrest a man on the upper uh, east side and he's one leg is amputated and the man on video literally pulls out reaches into his underwear pulls out his penis and urinates as they're on top of him trying to uh, get him into custody, and they're not doing anything to hurt him. And you see the urine land on the officers. Let's go to Steve in New Jersey. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind?
6: Hi, Dom. This this thing with with the Memphis police officers, Now, I just saw the news report. It's going to come down, Dom, to the same issues as we see in these cases. There was probable cause to stop probable cause to apprehend if excessive force force was used, you know, why, what was going on at the scene? We don't know, and I commend you for giving the police officers the benefit of the doubt because they have their due process rights. Let me say this though, I want to answer, attempt to answer a question you said, why did they run from the police? About a year ago, I was talking with a woman, a young mother, a single mother, of color, okay, raising her child alone. No dad was in and out of the picture. Boy, I happened to be talking to her one night and the, the boy was acting out, seven or eight years old we're talking about, right? What was her solution to try to deal with the problem? I'm going to call the police on you. I stopped her. She said, I heard, by the third time she said this, I stopped her and said, are you threatening him to call the police if he it, because he's acting out instead of dealing with like a parent? I said, don't you think he might grow up with a chip on his shoulders towards the police? And she was stone cold silent. But I'll offer that as, as a reason why young men of color might be who grow up in single parent families might be growing up with a chip on their shoulder for the police, and you say mr Carter, go ahead
2: well that 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 is that that is, that is an issue and and, um, and 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 I have heard situations like that so steve you you, you may be on to something you you may be onto to something but but i I do believe it's it's many 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 reasons, but Steve. I do thank you for the call. Let's go to Steve in Chinatown. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind?
0: How are you doing, David? I'm sorry. Dominic. Dominic, Dominic, I'm sorry. I was thinking today about you, and I was thinking about how much of a great guy you are on the radio. I really, really like you, and I think you're such a fair host, journalist, all this stuff. And the main reason is because you listen to people. Even if you don't agree with them, you listen, you hear them out, and then you say, well, I don't see it that way, but I see how and why you see it that way. If we just had a couple of more guys like you, this place would even be more better. But you're very, very, very great at what you do, and I thank God for you 100%. You're awesome. right? That being said, today I'm disappointed with you.
2: Okay. Well, thank you for your compliment. Now I'm tell me why you're disappointed.
0: I'm disappointed because, like you said, without any of us seeing the video, of course, so polarized the way this country is, automatically a lot of people are going to just automatically take sides. So, trying to be neutral, I'm going You're with. you correct about that, Steve.
2: You're correct. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: Um, these guys have been convicted we're hearing it was a bu- a, a a brutal brutal mur- um, murder the, they, 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 murder they when
2: you say they've been convicted you mean in the court of public opinion because they have not been convicted of anything
0: okay so they didn't oh, no, they've been okay so they're not they're not convicted of murder they've just been charged with murder
2: right right
0: okay so good so they've been charged with murder um usually we don't see that right off the bat usually we they get in they get suspended, let's look at the video, blah, 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 the whole thing, then it might get moved up to murder. So right now, off the back, they're being charged, they're fired, okay, cool. But if that was supposed to be the topic and the main focus, why did we have to automatically go towards, well, this is what happened in New York, and these cops, and they're usually heroes, but that's not what we're talking about right now. Today's story, or their story, I mean, you can talk about what you want, it's your show, but... Why do we have to try to compare and mix things? Why couldn't we just look at that by itself, and then look at, on another hand, you know, look at the, the two different situations?
2: Well, they they are, Steve. I I appreciate um it, I appreciate your your perspective and you laying out your case. I really do. I I feel that I have an obligation to um. To put it all out there it, that that and that's my mandate to tell the truth and so we we have a situation in Memphis, Tennessee, and as you said, Steve, none of us have seen the uh, the video right Mm-mm. but but I want you to think about this, Steve, because I'm trying to rattle our consciousness basically a homeless mm-hmm. man that's shoplifting uh, where one leg is amputated. The police, two officers, have him on the ground. They're not beating him. They're they're just trying to get him under custody. And this guy reaches in his underwear, pulls out his penis. We would see his penis if it wasn't blocked out and urinates. Now, Steve, I want you to think about that for a second. How would you feel if you were the cop that he urinated on the most? How would you feel?
0: I would be, first of all, I could never be a cop I'm not letting them do that cop or not i would be pissed off at that person might have a negative reaction the people who are around who's watching or filming who's also not disgusted and pissed off i would be upset with them too because nobody should allow anybody to do that period no matter if you like them or not that is disgusting and there is no reason for one person to think it's okay to do that. That is un, you know, is uncalled for in any way. So I would be totally wrong about that. But, you know, these guys, these heroes, these police officers, as we, we, we call them all the time, you know, I'm very sensitive because I'm on both ends. I have a lot of friends that are cops and detectives. And I also have a lot of friends, including myself, that's been in situations that, I think you know, growing up in the '80s and the '90s, could have really been, and I feel would have been um, handled differently if I looked a different way. Now, maybe in one of your three-hour shows, I can call back and I can give you a bunch of
2: examples. I, I, I would love, I would love for you to uh, to do that, Steve. So, so let me step Bye. in. Uh, I I will be on for Rita tonight from ten Friday night from ten until midnight. You're more than welcome to call. I, I welcome the conversation. You're a reasonable man. And I don't expect for you to always agree with me. You know, you just said tonight you're disappointed with me. I, I respect that. I, I still stand by my position. And and so and I'll, I'll also be on Farida Monday and Tuesday. So I'll be on from uh, 10 p.m., Until 1 a.m. on Monday and Tuesday. So thank you for the call, Steve. And we can, we can, um, we can continue at, at that point. The reason why I, Steve says he feels that I was uh, comparing the Memphis situation to what happened here in the NYPD, there are certain flashpoints. And because I've been doing this, and thank you for the call, Steve, because I've been doing this so long. Uh, in terms of journalism and covering the police department, there are certain flashpoints that are clear warning signs to me. So one happened a few years back. Some people thought it was cute. Some people thought it wasn't a big thing. When the two police officers were in Harlem in the middle of the summer and the kids decided to uh, turn the uh, fire hydrant on the police officers and douse The NYPD officers in full uniform in water and those officers, fearful that they would face some type of departmental retaliation, just try to smile and just get out of there and leave. That was a sign uh, to me that we were in trouble as a country and when it comes to uh, police-community relations uh, and and, and societal behavior in terms of what's going on and what's accepted and what's tolerated. This morning is another one of these incidents. This is why I focused on it. I want you to really think about this. The officers are doing their job. And these district attorneys and phony politicians – have emboldened the enemy so much that this homeless man, being arrested for shoplifting, pulls out his penis in full public view and urinates on police officers. I want you folks to think about that. Let's go to Bobby in Jersey City. Good morning, Bobby. What's on your mind?
0: Dominic, I love your show. Dom, I'm retired Thank by a captain. I worked in a rough neighborhood for 25 years. Um, I was listening to watching the the News the other night, and uh, I was amazed when, you know, they talked about the story from Memphis, and they showed the, the officers, and they're, they're all African-American. Dom, I just was amazed. If, God forbid if there were white guys, it would have been 100 times worse because the media didn't play it up, you know, Dom? Right, it's, it's you know, it's, it's the way it is. You know, you know it, and I know it. How they they hop on that all the time, like the guy in in Staten Island, the big guy with the loose cigarettes. That story is on news almost every day for like two years, now. You know, I dire. understand it's so a it's a tough situation, but to listen, my son is is a, is a sophomore now. He's talking about being a police officer, and you know, my my wife is just talking him out of it, Dom. You know. It's because right. there's zero respect, Don. It's, it's horrible. It's just a horrible situation it, we got
2: ourselves into. Right. You know? and, and thank you for your service. And and, and that's why I'm focusing. Oh, nice, that, thank you. That. That's why I'm focusing. I want people to really, I'm going to say it again. Think about this. I don't enjoy repeating it. A homeless man literally on a public street pulling out his penis, from From his underwear and urinating up into the air as two cops are are trying to restrain him in a professional way and he urinates on them and I mean I guess I guess some think that's okay uh but I think it's disgusting, and I think that that he should be charged even further as it relates to that. We are going to take a break. When we come back, folks, we will have the uh, Chronicles of Dominic Carter, and we see all the calls. We'll go, we will go to Brooklyn, the Bronx, Staten Island, New Jersey, and New York City. We'll be right back. <laughs>
5: Law.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno.
1: These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC.
2: This is great news. A fourth suspect has been arrested in the subway beating of the Fox News meteorologist over the weekend. Police said Thursday. 18 year old. 18 year old. Dante Hampton was arrested and charged with third-degree assault, a misdemeanor, for his role in the attack on weatherman Adam Klotz uh, on the southbound one train early uh, uh, last weekend on Saturday, I believe. Uh, Hampton uh, allegedly hit Klotz uh, with a close uh, fist. And uh, was given a desk appearance ticket to show up in Manhattan Criminal Court at a later date, according to authorities. Three other suspects, two 15 years old and a 17-year-old, were arrested soon after the attack and then released. And uh, the weatherman first posted the attack on Instagram on Sunday and uh, declined to comment on the young man's arrest. So something else to uh, think about, folks. If the weatherman didn't post this on Instagram, we all know nothing would have happened. Let's go to John in Manhattan in New York. Good morning, John. What's on your mind? John, are you with me? Dominic? Yes, go ahead, please.
4: Yes, um, I I appreciate what you're talking about with the police. The police... Most people don't, don't realize it, but the police see the worst of our society every day and have to deal with that. And nobody takes that into consideration. They just attack the police. It's sad.
2: You are correct, John, and that, that's why I defend the police. And, and again, I, I want folks to, to remember or, or at least understand that I, I have received statewide awards, for covering uh, covering alleged police brutality, and so I was a big thorn in the side many many years ago of the NYPD. But I have come to respect the job, John, that law enforcement does and what they have to put up with. It's not right. It's not. It's just not right. And we can't sit by as a homeless man who uh, that's ampu that has an ampute, amputee uh a a leg. And he just pulls out his penis and urinates on police officers. Come on. Come on, folks. Let's get serious. This has to stop. And if he'll do it to a cop, perhaps uh, even more important, what do you think he'll do to you if he'll do it to a cop? If he is that disrespectful while under arrest to pee on a cop, what do you think he'll do to you, to those of you that back the far left, that back this type of our uh, behavior. Let's go to our friend Audrey in Brooklyn. Let's see what Audrey has to say this morning. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind?
4: Morning. You don't want to know, and I don't back anything that's wrong. But I, I just have a problem with what Lenny said and one of the other callers um, saying that if this was a white police officer, just keep in mind it doesn't matter white or black. These officers wrong what they did, and the problem with this video holding back something is definitely going to change, uh, hopefully in the training. But um nobody knows how it is to be a black person in America. So when these folks call up and say, "Oh, it's a, it's, if it was a white person," no, they haven't been been. Terrorized by by police officers, and I have to say that, and I believe that, but I hope these officers go to hell and rot because it just has to stop, white, black, or green.
2: How okay, are you? Okay, Audrey. we We haven't seen the video. I cannot. No, pre-judge. nobody's seen the video. I I can't prejudge, and and these officers are assumed innocent until uh, proven guilty, and they are entitled to their full day in court. So I what? I don't know. I, I I don't I don't know. So you know. That's- Go ahead, Audrey. Really? Okay, I'm just gonna what time are you on today? Because I'm gonna call you every hour. You're on today, um from what time? Ten to eleven? Uh, from, uh, from I'll be on uh, tonight in for the great Rita Cosby from uh, 10 until midnight. Rita has a few uh, days off, well-deserved uh, days off. And so I I will be in this morning, Audrey, and I look forward to chatting with you. So How now you let me thank you for the call. Let's now go to, and I, again, David, I have to tell you, I every time I take your call, and people that know me should know I don't run from controversy, but I receive an awful lot of negative for taking your telephone calls, David. People do not want me to talk to you on the air. But with that said, please go right ahead.
7: Yeah, well, I'm sorry about that, Dominic, but you know what? These people get to listen to right-wing viewpoints 24-7. A few minutes of listening to me isn't going to kill them, I hope. Um, But to get to the the subject of the Memphis thing, I'm going to listen to you tomorrow night because I can't see the video, and I'll take your interpretation of it um, as the, um, you know, I'll give it a lot of credence because you've been very accurate with these things in the past, Um, and I'll I'll take your view on it. But um, what concerns me about this is these people who call in and say, well, we haven't seen it yet. Listen. These police officers were fired immediately, okay? That tells you that something is not right or kosher. And just because they're black doesn't mean anything. Because I can tell you some of the nastiest, most disrespectful police officers I've encountered happen to be black. I don't know if it's a training issue or if it's because certain black people feel they have something to prove and give hell to other black people so they look better to their superiors, okay? But I'll wait for the video. To make judgments. But I think, like I said, the fact that these officers were fired immediately and charged almost immediately says that this is going to look really bad. And, you know, someone called in at the beginning of the show and said, oh, things weren't so bad racially in New York City a few years ago. Tell that to the family of Michael Griffith or Yusuf that were murdered for being in the wrong neighborhood, or to me, who was kicked out of a bar in Sunnyside, Queens in 2007 for being black. Okay, And the person who came up to me and told me to leave, and if I didn't leave, I was going to get beaten up by the patrons, was someone who claimed to be an off-duty NYPD police officer. So don't tell me about not, no racist cops and all this other nonsense that people who listen to this program keep saying. Hey, oh, okay? David, 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 David,
2: David, 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 I've yeah. got to move on, but I want to ask you something here, uh, and I need you to be uh, a brief on this. I, I let you finish, and I listen to every word that you just said. You are claiming uh, racist police. Police, why why am I not encountering them or seeing these officers? Because you know, the, I, mo- most yeah. officers, most officers I see, are willing to go over and above to help people. I'm talking about in my public interactions. Right. Now, now maybe, now maybe because I've been on television for almost twenty years and now I'm on radio, maybe I don't see the the world, you know, the, the maybe I'm just not seeing it. But but what, what? Tell me what I'm not getting here quickly.
7: All right, I, I think the fact that you're a well-known person has a lot to do with it. I think also it's you know, and I'll put it this way: I don't dress like a hobo. I usually wear a jacket and, and tie and whatever, so I don't understand what it is where I've encountered these people. But uh, most of this happened 20, 30 years ago, okay? Now, like I said, the latest thing was in 2007. So maybe things have gotten better. I hope that's true, Dominic. But these incidents keep happening. But the, as far – and let me just finish with this. The, the – the I was going to say gentlemen, not, not gentlemen. The person that urinated on the police officers is lucky because – In a lot of places in this country, he would have gotten the crap beat out of him for doing what he did. Those officers should be commended for maintaining their professionalism, and
2: I'll finish with that. Thank you. Okay, thank you, David. Let's go to Deidre in New Jersey. Good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Uh, Yes,
5: this man, if you ask me, he pulled out his penis and urinated on a cop or anybody. That thing's a deadly weapon. Not only could it urinate, it procreates. So that could be deadly. And I might add, if I was a cop that somebody or anybody, if I was just a regular civilian and somebody urinated on me, I would cold cock them. No pun intended. I would just lay fist and make sure he hit the ground and he wasn't getting up.
2: (laughs) well you, you know it's interesting that you say that i have to choose my words very very carefully because sometimes when i'm straight and honest you know emails will come in and oh well dominic said this and he's advocating that um let me just put it to you this way the the best way the officers were trying to re- to get him in cuffs i believe as as the urine was dripping down the leg of uh one of the officers literally the urine was going up in the air and landing on one of the officer's uh, legs. Uh, let me just put it to you this way. And this is the kindest way I can say this uh, before I move on to the next call. Oh, I have to be honest with you. It would be a long ride back to the station house. That, And I'm not I'm not. I'm not saying that you put a suspect in the back of a vehicle and speed and don't put their, their seatbelt on. I'm just stating, I'm just stating, it would be a long ride back to the station house. Deirdre, I um, I thank you uh, for the call. Let's go to Corey in Florida. Good morning. What's on your mind?
8: Good morning, Dom. Uh, Good morning. Uh, you're yeah, you're short sure on time, but it's always a privilege to talk to you. Um, ahead, I, think what's, I think what's happened is uh the police are severely outnumbered, uh, just like prison guards. So um we you lose respect for the police, then they can people know that they seriously outnumber them. So that's how prison riots start and that's kind of the way that things are going in New York. People are no longer respecting the police and around the country. And I'd like to say that also New York City is kind of the capital of the world because the things start going bad in New York City, New York goes south, then the rest of the country, and then the world. So thank and, you for and,
2: your time and and Corey, you you are you are correct and and this demonization of police has been going on for quite some time and and it has to stop, it has to stop. The video uh, out of Memphis uh, is going to be released at uh, the arrest of uh, Tyree Nichols. We have been told. Now I I will here's my professional opinion, folks. For the district attorney to release it on a Friday night at 7 p.m., that means it's bad. That means it's very bad. The officers, and the reason why I say that is that clearly what they're hoping for in Memphis and around the country, that uh, going into the weekend, you know, that people will be a bit more calmed as opposed to during a week. But the flip side of that is there's time to organize and protest and so on. And so all five of these African-American officers have been arrested. They have been fired. Uh, They've been charged with second-degree murder, assault, and kidnapping. And uh, it's been likened. The words that are being used is that it's it's being likened to the video of of, uh, Rodney King, and it is also being described as horrific. So we will see uh how this all plays out. And again, I will be back uh tonight. Uh in for the great Rita Cosby. Rita is taking a couple of days off, well-deserved days off. I will be with you live from 10 until midnight and right now we're going to try and get some more of your calls but right now i'm joined by frank Marano and the other side of midnight good morning to you sir
1: dominic i'm so used to following you does that mean i have to work friday night also i don't want to give up my <laughs> friday night if you're working i feel almost obliged to
2: <laughs> well come on down and come on in <laughs> all right i'll talk to curtis about it we'll negotiate behind the scenes good luck i know
1: um that's the problem with you is that you're just not working enough and uh, not working hard enough so uh, great job with the lunar new year panel yesterday by the way as thank well.
2: you friend thank you thank you very kind of you to say what do you have coming up this right. morning on this friday first hour we are going to do ask frank anything which is one of
1: our most popular segments and uh, people can ask questions about anything they want including some of the topics you've been covering we got denunciations coming up and it is international holocaust remembrance day so in the fourth uh, hour of the program in the 4 a.m hour we're going to be joined by dan mcmillan who wrote a book from a scholarly perspective exploring how something like this could happen. Because if you think about it, it's pretty recent in history that this occurred. How does something like this happen in a Western civilized country like Germany was at the time? So we're going to get into that and a whole bunch of other things as well.
2: Well, I'm looking forward to that, Frank. I will be listening. And to uh, all of our callers on hold, I, I see your calls. Unfortunately, we don't have the time right now. You have two options here. You can call Frank in his show uh, for great dialogue and discussion. And I will be back again tonight and for Rita Cosby from 10 until midnight. Have a great day, folks.